hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. I'm your host, your purveyor of all things dorky within the scope of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I am Grum. Try to get that one breath every time. Just fall just a little short almost every time. But it's good to have you. Welcome in episode 58 here. Myself, uh, well, I mean, I'm here right now by myself. But we've got uh, Wheezy, we've got Suze on. We're talking about three count. It's a fun episode. Reality shows, boy band talks, all that, and the bag of chips. We, we, it's If you enjoy uh, the hydroplaning <laughs> that is uh, conversations on the dork side, this is, this is one of them. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We talk about flag football. We talk about just booing Wheezy. We're all going to go to boo Wheezy at flag football. Um, but yeah, so that's a, that's, that, that's a fun episode today. That's today's episode. I don't know why I was talking about it as if it's next week's we, that next week's is next week's. Thank you guys for checking us out yet again. If you haven't already, give us a little follow, subscribe and everything, you know, on Apple and on Spotify, leave those five star reviews and ratings. Appreciate it. Mucho. Uh, if you haven't already all as well, join the the, the Discord and, and get notified for this and other content that I do and whatnot uh, at grum.tv. That's G-R-U-M-M dot TV. Simple as that. Uh, we've got, actually, that uh, reminds me. So we started watching, uh, we've done it for a little bit now, which is watching like the, the live pay-per-views in the Discord. I'm taking that up another level. In a couple weeks, I want to say, I'm going to say by the end of the month, we're going to start watching... Lucha Underground, from the beginning all the way through, on uh, on the dorks or on the uh, in the Patreon, not the in the Patreon, in the in the uh, Discord. Patreon is a different thing. That's support.grum.tv. That's right, support.grum.tv. You don't need to be a patron for the Lucha Underground watch lines. We're watching that. I, I I think I was talking about it a little bit in the previous episode. Maybe I had a fever dream about it, but. Lucha Underground holds such a, uh, a, a swell place in my heart because it's, like, literally, like, it, it reminds me, so, I am a child of the, you know, the night, I was born in the 90s, uh, you know, I, I hit 30 this year, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> but we, uh, you know, I, growing up, I was enamored with independent wrestling, um, you know, you had your Ring of Honors in the, in the early 2000s and whatnot. You had your CZWs, you know, Chikara, those all around me. Around me, You know, I occasionally maybe get an IWA Mid-South uh, show here or there, watch it. But mainly the three, the holy trinity for me were, was CZW, Ring of Honor, and Chikara because they all would have the same talent but would present them all differently. Like, you would see... You know, Claudio Castagnoli is as one thing on, you know, Chikara, and then you see him in Ring of Honor entirely differently, right? And it was it was fun to watch these wrestlers that I watch go from these serious presentations or hardcore presentations and then, or these, you know, over-the-top comic book, Lucha, Libre-styled presentations and just flip them, right? And just be different every time. And, like, wrestling is, is at its best i say all the time when no one is taking you seriously right you when you know you're you can watch in one promotion you can watch a character be one thing and then 
at the you know the next you know later that weekend they're somewhere else and they're wrestling very seriously or they're you know they're showing a different side of themselves. I think that's why I really love uh, the collective. Um, you know, every mania. Uh, you know, you have your blood sport, but then you also have Effie's big gay brunch, and you'll see talent on both of them, or you'll see them in GCW, or you'll see them at Black Label Pro, or you'll see them, you know, in different presentations and different ways about them. I mean, like you see. You know, John Moxley at, at Bloodsport, and then you see him the next night, uh, you know, or later that night, you know, or, you know, later that week, and you see him in, in just different different presentations. And, and, yeah, it's kind of like the same guy, same character in different arenas. But, like, back then, those, those early two, it was completely, you would just see guys be different. They wouldn't be the same character across multiple promotions. Every promotion was Asked different things of them, and they, they knocked it out of the park. The reason I bring that up, Lucha Underground is like the perfect amalgamation of all three. So you have your Lucha Libre, you know, but also you have these backstage, vigne- you know, promos and vignettes and segments where it's produced like a movie. And you have these things that are happening that, no, that like, you know, are, there's, there's undercover cops infiltrate because like they're, People have been murdered here. Like, there's things, there are things that they go like, hey, wait a second, hold on. Uh, there was murder here. Uh, we should investigate this. And they have to go undercover as professional wrestlers, but they go as professional wrestlers and all this stuff, stuff like that. You got mystic, magical type shit going on as well. You have corruption, shit like that. A lot of fun stuff. And it's just like all presented in a very. It's presented in a in a in a way that you go okay like this is this is unique this is interesting they have hardcore presentation you know the hardcore matches and whatnot they have the lucha libre over the top characters and then they also just have the pure you know wrestling you know quality wrestling and whatnot so it's, it I really loved lucha underground it made me the biggest fan of Pentagon uh, it made me the biggest fan of Jeff Cobb Matanza is still the greatest because he was just a big, bad dude. Um, good stuff. We're going to start that in a couple weeks uh, in the in the Discord. Grum.tv if you would like to join a part of that. And I hope I sold you on it. But uh, we're, let's get to the episode this week. Myself, Big Wheezy, Wheezy XL, Suzalu, Suz. Going to, going to watch some three count in WCW. That's Evan Courageous. That's Shannon Moore. And that's Shane Shane. Uh, Shane Hurricane Helms, Shane Helms. Uh, I was like, wait, Shane or Sean? My brain was because I just Hurricane, right? Um, but yeah, uh, it's a good one. It's a fun one, and it's here on the Dark Side of the Ring podcast. Now I'm gonna make sure that there's nothing I can accidentally knock over. Uh, the other day, I was editing some stuff, and I have I had like a not a not like like a like a plastic cup of of like candy in it like just like some you know like um like caramels you know hard caramels because okay. i'm old you know and uh-huh. uh i knocked it over and it went all over the place and now it wouldn't have been that bad because they're all individually wrapped but i also just put the trash back in there so i had wrappers going in i had the fans on and it was it was not fun at least it wasn't water in the cup i was more nervous it was water at first i'm very very careful about having any water around, like uh, you know, like in an open container 
just in general, uh, because I am uh, an oaf and I will knock things over um, or trip. And uh, last thing I need to do is for an entire cup of water or any cup of anything to go flying uh, in my office because it's going to hit something expensive that I don't want to yeah. lose. Well, I'm using my work computer because my MacBook is still suffering from the apple cider spilled <laughs> on it in 2020 when I was doing Secret Santa. So. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Oh. Like, I, I had to, like, stop working on it because my keyboard didn't work. I never got my MacBook fixed. Have you not? Does, does like, is it the Apple Store not, like, fix it if you, if you're, quote-unquote, the issue? It's the Apple Store, not the Apple gone. Spider Store. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I just Weezy. never went. I never went to the Apple Store. I just like was like, oh, it's sticky. Man, How many of them? Yeah. All <laughs> of them. They're all sticky. No, yeah. Weezy. <laughs> They're all sticky. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who who has to, to echo Weezy? Who have who hasn't been there with a sticky keyboard? You start pressing Control Shift. Too many times they tell you to get sticky keys. Yeah, no, it's not good. Yeah, uh, it's pretty bad. I spill things like all the time. Like my couch has had wine spilled on it. Do you need like, one of those times. You need those like sippy wine cups, the ones with the lids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or two, or the two handle ones. So <laughs> you just like. Yeah. Drinking out the drop of the fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm just really klutzy. Like one time my phone broke because I dropped it in a wine glass. It was cracked, and so all the wine like seeped into my phone. Wait, I'm just very klutzy. How big of a wine glass? It was a small phone. Like, I still have an iPhone eight, so this is yeah, like an. She dropped the iPhone C. It was the it was the C <laughs> she, right into a cup. She, put, she dropped an iPod Shuffle in there. That's what she dropped. The sh little clip on. It just completely just yeah. I'm very klutzy. <laughs> Can't be trusted. Well, as soon as you're like, oh, I dropped it. I was like, oh, you know, you dropped it on the ground or dropped it. In the toilet is a fun one for everyone. A pool? No, a wine glass. It's like, it's like the um, uh, <laughs> you remember like the cartoon cliche of like the daredevil. He's like, I'm going to jump my motorcycle into this tiny pool. That's yes. that that's that's how I envision Suze is just like I'm going to drop my phone into this wine glass. Yes. Was it good? Did you finish the wine, or were you too distraught to to finish the wine? I think I finished the wine after that. You can't just waste yeah, it. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, all right. You know, that's make... alcohol abuse, as yeah. my grandmother. <laughs> so, uh, that's what so, my mom would say too. My mom and my grandmother would say. I'll just. We're all familiar with the term then. Yes. Yeah. That's alcohol abuse. It's like no alcohol abuse is when you drink too much of it. No, no such mm -hmm. thing. No such thing as too much, uh, uh, which I would disagree in the morning um, sometimes. Uh, yeah, there is such thing as too much alcohol. Um, but yeah, well, uh, we're not, no worries here. Everybody's stationary. Mostly everybody, uh, I, I, I think we're all, you know, seat buckled in, figuratively speaking, ready for a fun ride on the dork side of the ring. We're here, another episode coming back. Welcome back. Technically, third time to Big Wheezy. Yes, sir. Tying what? Jim Jam. Yeah. So, all right. So, it's technically third because Wheezy showed up for the first half of an episode and then had to leave before the second half. 
So this is technically the third time Weezy has been on a on a dark side. We'll call it two and a half. Two and yeah, it's like two and a half. Like it's technicalities, technicalities, but yeah, but we got three times, yes, three times, three times, three time guests, Big Weezy on the other side of the table, two time, two time guests, Susie, welcome yes. back. I'm very excited can... to be back. I'm fun. I, I am. I, I am expecting a lot of fun with this episode um, because. I think I got a good good pairing for this topic, and we'll get to it in a bit. But before we do that, we're going to get the intros out of the way. Wheezy, let the people know where they can find you, what you got going on, and, and the such. Uh, so uh, you can find me at uh, Thrill Murray on uh, the Twitter space. Um, I ain't got anything going on. Um, but just just holler your support for Sundays. I got flag football going on, and I'm out there like Champ Bailey in the backfield. <laughs> you don't want to see me. Um, that's, that's about it. all I got going on. You know, listen to the dork side. Just keep listening to those episodes. That's all I need from y'all. But that's it. The the CPS are going to Orlando to either cheer or hate on Wheezy, one or the other. Uh, that's what it, that's. Up. Yeah, <laughs> she was but, like, "I'll stand, I'll stand at the end zone. I'm not sure which side I want to stand on, but we'll see. I'll go over the crowd." Yeah, I need it. Yeah, now uh, look, Weezy, they people will boo you. Uh, I'm sure as soon as this gets aired, there's gonna be a, at 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 Big Weezy, boo. There's a large wow. boo. I'm large expecting. Boo. I apologize to the uh, the listeners. They ended up getting a. a desktop notification because apple or not apple adobe creative suite wanted to be like hey do you want to install us and i'm like no not at all uh so apologize to that uh but yeah uh i think at least two people are gonna boo you i might be one of them that might just for the bit of it um i might give you the good good boo i I actually haven't recorded a new boo with the the short hair i have a let's go with the short hair i'll let you know i'll be on the field like hulk hogan doing the hand to the ear (laughs) For those boos. I'm looking for it. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So support uh support Wheezy at yeah, the local the local watering hole afterwards when is it, it you said it's flag, right? Is it rough flag? No, but I still jam up the wide receivers at the lawn. I don't care. Oh, uh, you're that asshole. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little physical, it doesn't matter. Somebody's gonna punch you in the mouth. <laughs> it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> Real, real quick, I started this thing. Um, so our quarterback, he he has this like fat gold chain. I have like a normal gold chain, and I noticed a couple other players on our team like had them like tucked under their shirts. Mm-hmm. So before the game, I said, "Nah, we're playing chains out. They're gonna have to snatch this off me." So I pulled mine out. Oh no! Everybody wears their big gold chains for the for the games and stuff. It's ridiculous. We're we're assholes. <laughs> Oh, that's good. It's not. It's not just you then. No, if they no, swing no. on you, the the rest of the team is okay. That's good. That's that's. that's I am. Good. I am praying on a keep to leave to come come see me. <laughs> just take the shit. He's gonna be like, get the fuck out of here. Or, yeah. or he'll be like, you know, I like the I like the style, but no, don't yeah. do that. that's my thing. Seriously, what were you gonna say? <laughs> How does flag football work? Like, are there refs or yes? It's ridiculous. We play on a high school football field. It's turf, so that's great. Um, and then they have uh, two refs, and um, they're on either side of the field. So one's on one sideline and one's on the other sideline. And they 
basically just make calls as they see fit. It's, you know, is about as good as you can get. And then they have like a virtual, like they have a little scoreboard scores table on the side there, but that's about all we have. So you pull the flag, you can't flag guard, which, okay, cool. And then um, we ran into a problem because we would run into, like when you're on offense, if you got the ball, you'd like just run straight at the defender. And they said that it's up to the <laughs> offensive player to avoid the contact. So, <laughs> so we're like, oh, so on defense, you can just run into a guy and that doesn't matter. And they were like, well, the <laughs> offensive player should move. And I'm like, oh, sick, great, all right, yeah. And so the season's been rough and rowdy, as you'd believe. Yeah. But- <laughs> that's why, that, there's my answer. <laughs> it is rough like football. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh. Are there like unnecessary roughness calls then? Uh, they'll call illegal contact, and they'll call yeah, they'll call like stuff. We had a kid get ejected actually. I think this was the funniest thing because these refs are there, and it sucks because it's the it's Florida, it's the middle of the summer, and our games are from eleven. It's either going to be eleven or it's going to be like the latest game will be at three o'clock. So it's Ugh. the heat of the day every time. Oh. These refs have to work all of the games. And so they're trying to get them done as fast as possible. And one of the, like one of our guys, cause we were losing for, we're, you know, our team was kind of stinking. It's our first year. It's whatever. And one of the guys starts complaining to the ref and he goes, you suck ref. And he pulls out his flag. He tells him, he goes, get off the field. And he's like, Oh, and he throws his arms up and the ref, before he picks up his flag, he throws it like in the dir- direction of the player and goes, suck on this. And you're out <laughs> of the game. He made him believe. I'm like, Oh I'm God. calling New York. I need the league officials. This man, is, <laughs> this ref is is rogue. I, meanwhile, I'm calling the league officials. Be like, hey, get him. I need this man mic'd up. I need a mic every, on this every ref- game. <laughs> yeah. I know that referees be say, it says like is saying something every game. Like at the very, he's like, man, I'm calling this guy just because fuck him. Calling. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's. <laughs> It's. The, I, I try not to argue with them because I know they're out. They got to be out there all day, and it's like it's worthless. But every week, one of my one of my teammates just finds some bullshit to be like, "Oh, what are you on their payroll?" And I'm like, "They barely get paid for this. What are you talking about? <laughs> they want to leave." You mean hot dogs and a cold soda? Like that? Yeah, am I getting get a bite a bite of their dog? Like, is that what I'm getting? Yeah. No. It's. But it's a trip. It's. I, you know, I, I think it's more of a, a, a male ego thing than anything. So, mm. you know, but yeah. good time. <laughs> so that's the degree of that, Suze. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a, a lot of uh, former high school athletes that want to seem athletic. That's what it is. Oh, I know that there's somebody making the worst cuts of all time. Like, <clears throat> they're like. Dude, you didn't go anywhere. You literally stood in the same spot, and they grabbed your. But yeah, but if there wasn't a flight, they're not getting me. Look, yeah, right. No, so it's. Good. But yeah, that's that's my that's my flight football adventures. It's fun. It's great. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Suze, okay, uh, well, you are are you playing flag football as well? Uh, what's going on with you? Where you <laughs> introduce yourself? I don't have anything like. <laughs> have anything that fun going on? Although no one can boo me on the sideline that's true you know i could come to your office i oh don't do that i would cry (laughs) 
at work all the time. If someone was booing me while I was at work, good. Ugh. No, if you're going, if you're going to Suze's office, you better bring Chris Masters circa 2006. We've established that Chris Masters as a shirtless bailiff, while would not would not be legal, Suze would be much more entertained at work. Why wouldn't it be legal? Is it because he's shirtless, or is it because he doesn't have the qualification? <laughs> I don't think shirtless people are allowed in my office. Did you have add- a lot of? Is that a not- lot of? Oh, oh yeah! I've got to remember that. We just we just got a bunch of new ones, actually. Uh, Oh, you got the new edition Mormons? You got new Mormons? New Mormons dropped? Yeah. So (laughs) people from this other firm came over to our firm, like a group of them. Oh. Shouldn't even be telling you guys this, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Memo- none of the women in our office want them there because oh. they're like very Mormon, mm. very family value. Are they like they're- jean ankle skirt Mormons? <laughs> yeah, like we're like Mormon women don't show their legs, right? Mm. Like they have to yeah. wear skirts down to their ankles and like their yeah. arms. Oh, they wear like the Mormon underwear. So like we didn't want them to join the firm in our office, but they got voted in. Mm. So it's kind of created a lot of tension. There's a vote. You have a vote. Do you get a vote? No, I didn't because I'm not a partner. Uh. Like firm wide, there was a partner. So all partner votes. So like all the partners at all of our different offices voted whether these people should come to our office in Salt Lake, and they got voted in. So, wow. No shirtless men allowed. No shirt. You know, know, don't worry. We're going to get you 2006 Chris Masters showing up at work. All right? By hook or by crook. We're going to get a a partner vote on it. And I think they'll let him know. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah, because my assistant retired and I need a new one. See? Perfect. Chris Masters can copy. I think he he can use a copier. I I I'm, I won't put it past him. You know. Yeah. If not, him, we can find we, we can find like uh you know somebody. I'm sure. Maybe not from Utah, but around. I mean, Nevada's close enough, right? Like. Is it? I I feel yeah, like Nevada's it, really close. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying Vegas, but like you know Nevada. I'm sure there's some some dude who's just like yoked out of his mind because there's nothing to do in wherever he's living, Nevada. He's just like, all I do is lift weights. That's it. I don't there, do nothing. There could be a Mormon Chris Masters, but he's just not allowed to take his shirt off. <laughs> yeah, but he wears. I don't he wears, think he wears, I would like that. <laughs> he he wears his shirts real skin tight. So yeah, you, <laughs> but, but they have to wear their Mormon undergarments. So that would be kind of weird. I, I don't know what these Mormon undergarments look like. Google Is it like Mormon? I, I yeah. all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm about to do this. Uh, uh, Mormon undergarments. I need to see this. I, I'm a visual person. All right. Hold, Mormon undergarment open. rules. Oh, oh, I know these. Okay, so they're like. I uh, have to wear them under everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. The the picture about the share. Why why is his underwear so long? His underwear. Hold on, hold on. That's so bad. That is hold on. I think the worst I have there's the one next to it. Look at how much extra 
face they have in this. Oh, is it the one? Yeah, is it the, the one with both the people in it? Yeah. It's like a one-size-fits-all, and they're like, but what if I don't actually fit in it, and I'm wearing These look like they're made of one ply. <laughs> that is the flimsiest. Yeah. Look at how much space that guy's working with. All right, but like he could okay, but you could get it. You could get the Mormon Chris Masters in that. I, I think he might yeah, need a Mormon know, I... in that. If anything, he's he a lot of you know. All right, you know, maybe like here's the thing. Like, can you? He's got to wear it, but who's to say he can't put like a rubber band around like the collar of the arm, and then like really like really flex it. You know, look like the Ultimate Warrior with his uh, bicep bicep. Uh, uh, Tassels. I don't know. I think if <laughs> if he showed up and he had that on, would ruin the whole experience. <laughs> all right. So don't. So all right. So we're getting rid of the Mormon Chris Masters. Just a regular Chris Masters. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, we, like I said, we we'll see what we can do. Uh, we'll get the partners to vote on it, <laughs> and we'll and we'll we'll force we'll coerce them to go a certain way. They might uh, have to do. The master lock challenge, and if he beats them, <laughs> he gets the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they can, if they can break, if if every partner could, if one partner can break the master lock, then he won't get What's a job. That? It's a full Nelson, so he, so like, um, uh, he'll like your arms go up, and his his arms and hands go around, like in between your arms and your head, and then your his fingers lock behind your neck. So like, and then he just kind of like, like holds you up, and it looks painful because it actually is like you can legitimately knock somebody out with a full Nelson. I may or may not so, have uh, accidentally cut off the circulation for somebody as a kid, thinking that it was a uh, a fit, you know, a regular move. Here, for some go. reason, when you said master lock, break it, I thought he did something cool where he could like break locks. <laughs> oh no, no! No, his his finisher Houdini was or something. <laughs> that was, his his finishing move was the master lock, and uh, let's see if I can find a picture of him putting it on somebody. Yeah, here's oh, that, him. That does look painful. Oh, it, exactly. That was it, the one I was gonna do. I but yeah yeah. So they did the master lock challenge. I think John Cena was the first to break it. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. That's what it was. It was Bobby yeah. Lashley. Yeah, because. Yeah, there was a whole thing, and um, yeah, it was week to week. Who could break the master lock? Yeah, it's good time, great times, and like <laughs> it's just like Looks the like whole. Looks like it would your neck so bad. Oh yeah, here here's uh <laughs> here's here he is doing it on a much slender Randy Orton, so it looks far more painful. Yeah, like because yeah. Randy Orton's arms aren't thirty six inches, and his neck's not forty. <laughs> Like I, I remember I did uh like middle school wrestling and I was like, mm. oh yeah, they're going to like show me how to do a full Nelson. And they were like, they were like, you're only allowed to do a half Nelson. And I'm like a half Nelson. What kind of Nancy boy is this? I can only, like, I do that when I go for the pin though. Right. <laughs> yeah. To roll. Them up. The and they were like, they were like, uh, yeah, if you did a full Nelson, you would, uh, you'd knock them out. And I'm like, damn. This got infinitely less cooler. Is it? Is it at the point though, Coach? I would win. <laughs> oh I'd yeah, inc I'd incapacitate my opponent to the point where he can no longer answer the ten count. That's a last man standing match. 
Oh, I, I, I've seen somebody knock somebody out by simply by taking them down in a wrestling match, like a like a amateur wrestling. Uh-huh. Uh, he so in high school we had these two really good wrestlers. One was like one thirty five, like whatever weight that is, mm. uh, and the other one was like one eighty five. And they were like state champion caliber type guys, and the 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 one eighty five guy won like four or five matches in a row by technic by like just on like uh, techs, base which basically is like he scored fifteen points more than the other guy, so he took right. somebody down, got on their back, and then would let them up, and then he'd get two three points for the guy's one point, and he just kept doing that and doing that and doing that. But one time, uh, he lifted somebody up, and he just like. Like you know, took them down and their head bounced off the mat and they were knocked the fuck out. Oh, and God. he's like, like, he's like, oh shit! Like he thought he he's like, I thought I killed him. Like, <laughs> like yeah. They gave they gave him smelling salt and they'd be like, all right, we're taking you to the hospital. Which I'm like, I feel like you shouldn't wake somebody up who's in a who's a concussed like that, like with a, some smelling salt. Yeah, smelling salt bring it back. Yeah. Um, anecdote about rest. I I this brings me back. I kind of did. Because again, I was one of the older kids. We had because it was like up to like sixth grade, and then it was like younger and stuff. And um, I remember we were doing this thing, and it was like king of the mat, but you had to retrieve our coach's like wrestling shoe from the mat. And um, <laughs> for some reason, I thought the grand idea, um, as we were going for it, and I was like headed for like my turn to like attempt to get the shoe, like whatever. I went and I got this kid in a headlock. Then I grabbed the shoe and I made him smell it. And then the coaches broke it up because he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I thought it would be funny. And they were like, you made him smell the shoe for like 30 seconds. What are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I was just fucking with him. But I definitely hazed like, <laughs> a kid. He was in like fourth grade. I, my bad. <laughs> Hand up. That was me. I didn't, was I, was, I, I was 10 years old, though, so, you know. Uh, I, made, I made him smell the shoe. It was not <laughs> not a great thing. I was, like, like and, uh, those, those coaches were probably. <laughs> those coaches were just perplexed by you. They're like, this kid just wants to do swanton bonds and full Nelsons, but damn, he's good. He's out here out wrestling everybody and then forcing them to smell my shoe. Like. God, this kid could be really good if he just had his head on straight. Meanwhile, there's you like, hey, hey, Dad, I made another remote control wrestler. And your dad's like, yes, screw this wrestling thing. This is where it's at. STEM, baby. This is the money. Yeah, get him out of there. <laughs> Coach is like, hey, your son is really talented and has the potential to be a really great, you know, top-of-the-line collegiate wrestler if he puts his mind to it. <laughs> Your mom's like listening attentively, like, "Oh yeah, like scholarship. Ooh, that's good." And then Dad's like, "Yeah, but these these wrestlers, baby. <laughs> like, how, how are his how are his promo skills? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, are his promo skills like, you know, can he can can he talk them into the building? He actually got ejected from the last tournament because he called a kid a Rudy Pooh candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! Oh man. Then he said something about. Weezy three sixteen says I just whooped your ass. I you know he got a he almost cost us the meat. Okay, but last thing I yeah, want that need, kid to do is talk. We needed those points. He was being too flashy with it. <laughs> You're just f fiving kids. <laughs> so it's the yeah. prodigy. No, <laughs> it was a 
less than I thought it would be. But you live and learn. Yeah. Oh, uh, Suze, uh, refresh the refresh the people about your background with professional wrestling because we've got Wheezy's on lock. He's been on this show too many times. Uh, he clearly knows a lot more than I do about <laughs> wrestling. Yeah, I've got you covered. Um, so I didn't, I was never like super into wrestling, but when I was younger, I would watch it on like USA Network. Um, raw, yes. Mm. I would call my friend up because we were big fans of Booker T. Washington. Booker, Booker T. On the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said Booker T. Washington. You did it last well, time too. It was great. You're like, yeah, there's a wrestler Booker T. Washington. I mean, Booker T. I don't know T. why I keep doing that. Because. You know, there's well, an actual okay. there's an actual Booker T. Washington. So, like, you know. Also, this was probably how many years ago was this? It had to have been like twenty years ago. At this rate, probably. Yeah. Was he hitting yeah. the spinneroony? I don't remember. I just remember calling her up on the phone. Oh, did you see it? Yeah, and then like that's all we would talk about. <laughs> My did knowledge see, is like not very big. Did you see Booker T? Yeah, I saw him do the spinner Rooney. <laughs> Meanwhile, this Sue's is like doing the looking at the hand, throwing the arms out the side, swinging the body around. The Sue's a Rooney. Really don't. Thing is, I don't remember a lot from my childhood. Now, like I have vague memories of things, but I can't out the specifics of what we talked about. Hmm. You we know, did watch it. It comes yep. and goes. Yeah. Nah, I, I, see, but, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, that that was Suze was doing that in the hallways of, at school Tuesday after <laughs> Tuesday afternoon. It was in dance class hitting this. Yeah, the Suze. She like I got teach. I, like I definitely tried to do this at my house and got yelled at. Teach, I, I got something for you. It's called the Suze Rooney. All right, yeah. just clear out. ISO, let me do it. All right. Stu's five time, five time, five time. <laughs> WCW came. It's so good. No, I I feel like the Spinner Rooney uh, was absolutely something. I was a little too old to try it because, like, by the time I knew about Booker T and really, like, I was like eleven or twelve, so my body was a little too long to try some of the more, um, you know. Advanced maneuvers, like I, you know, I had just enough control of my body to know what I couldn't do. Um, whether or not I tried it, sometimes I just didn't have the space in like the apartment that we lived in. So, like, I would just do the thing where I would just choke slam my brother and you know body slam him. <clears throat> but come into like a spinner Rooney or like a six one nine, nah, don't, don't, don't. I tried a six one nine on a on a couch one time and I broke the arm. Ugh. You know, because I'm like, all right, cool. If I just swing, I can, I can use the use the yeah. Nope, broke the arm of the couch, and not a, not not one that was supposed to break that way. <laughs> like you know how like you can take the arms off of couches now, and like this mm. way you can reorganize. Nah, it was built into the actual frame, <laughs> and it snapped, and I was like, uh oh. So how much uh, trouble did you get in? Oh, uh, I mean, I got the wooden spoon. Um. Got called, like, what were you thinking? Um, and then my uncle uh, made fun of me for it for, for a couple weeks. 
Because he was like, he's like, you you can't be doing that. You're bigger than Rey Mysterio, like you know. And I'm uh, like, your, no. your uncle didn't challenge you for the WWE championship. Get I mean, a real uncle. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He was at fault too, right? So, so my uncle was staying with us um, for some for a little. You know, he's he's my mom's younger brother, baby brother, and. Uh, he was, he was, he was, he was working, but he didn't have his own place, but he didn't want to be at home, you know, and As one so, does. yeah, so he, he crashed in our living room for a little bit and he was, he was like eight years older than me or something like that. I, I don't remember the, maybe 10 years older. And so like, he's, he's big into wrestling and he's like, yeah, like throwing it in like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to do the 609. So he's like. All right, yeah. So he was right there as I did the six one nine, broke the couch, and he's like, "Yo, your mom's gonna be mad." And I'm like, "We, we gotta fix it." He's like, "I don't know if I can." <laughs> he broke it. Oh, no. He didn't. You're even an try. adult. Fixed it, damn it. <laughs> exactly. I'm looking at him like, "You, you, you work. You are, you are a contractor. You tools, nails, you're, glue. You're the fix this. Get, get on it." He's like, I can't, I tried, I can't. So then my mom was like, what did you, who, and she immediately looked at him and he's like, nah, <laughs> nope, mm -mm. Uh, no, and he immediately ratted me out. And I was like, what, he was wrestling with it. And she's like, yeah, but did you do it? I'm like, yeah. She's like, she goes and grabs a wooden spoon, wax it on my, on my, on my backside. Uh, and I was grounded for like three weeks. So no, no, I couldn't watch wrestling. Wow. Also, no computer access. Like, you know, so that guy, it was no computer and no wrestling. So I'm like, fine, I guess I will watch MTV Jams and MTV2. Like, I guess that's what I'll do for three weeks. Really kept you on. It's crazy because I was not allowed to watch MTV while I was like 18. <laughs> that's. Did you grow up in Utah? What is that? No. Close enough, no, though. I'm a very Catholic dad, and yeah. so MTV was not allowed. Mm. So you've had to catch up on all the Jersey Day drama? That's <laughs> not, like, no, because Suze is around. The, yeah, Suze is, uh, you know, Suze is, you know, uh, a, a young woman who was old enough to watch, who to be 18 during Jersey Days. Were you? Yeah, well... Thing is, I would watch it like at my friend's house and be like so jealous they were allowed to watch whatever they wanted to. And just, my dad won't even let me do spinneroonies anymore. Your dad's letting you watch, just, you know, Jersey Shore. I can't even do a spinneroonie at my house. <laughs> I know, Susan. She needed one of those portable mini TVs, and she's just hiding it. <laughs> what is that? And they're just like, Jim, Tim, laundry. And she's like, fuck, turn off, turn off. <laughs> Jim, 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 tell, tell, tell Ronnie, same kiss on another man. Your dad's like, who, what note? What? Who where? is Ronald? Who's this Ronald and this Samantha? Are they, are they concerned with a note? Who wrote it? What is, what is a, what is a Snooky? What is that? What's a JWoww? It's just so note? crazy. Like, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, but I went on chat roulette. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> Where's the line? <laughs> you no, know, that's not uh, innocent. That, yes. Yeah. Nah, because right. I know I know Susan straight lied. It was like, no, 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 I can talk to other other you know, kids my age. <laughs> oh God, hold on. There's this. God, there was a movie, and it's got the girl that was Natalie Dwar. Uh, what's her name? In um, um 
uh, Byers. That's what it is in uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, Natalia, uh, Natalia, um, man, what was it? Um, I literally was looking at it today because uh, of that uh, TikTok. Where oh, the... Nancy. Sorry, no, I mixed. Yeah, Nancy mixed Wheeler. Yeah, yeah. It's Natalia Dyer, but it's yeah. she plays Nancy Byers. No, Nancy Wheeler. Wheeler. She dates, wow. She dates yeah. Jonathan. By look, I'm I'm right. I have literally the last episode of, so it's all fresh in my brain. Yes, but anyways, Natalia Dyer, she's in this movie, and it's and it's something I think, Suze, you would enjoy. It's on Netflix, and I'm trying to think. I'm trying to pull it up. I'll, I'll send it in here. But it, it reminds me of what you're talking about because she's like it, – it's based in like the early 2000s. Is it Yes, she, God, Yes? That is exactly it. <laughs> it's, it's the second – no, it's the second – uh, second movie she's known for an innocent after an innocent AOL turns in chat turns racy a Catholic teen in the early 2000s discovers masturbations and struggles to suppress her new urges in the face of eternal damnation well, that's really funny she goes she goes to this <laughs> church camp it's, it's like a crazy a, plot it, it's a it, wild plot it is ridiculous I honestly I think you'd enjoy it it's so funny I was like what in the world is going like i honestly it was more bizarre than like it was like bizarre funny because you're like what the hell is going on because everybody seemed to be like taking crazy pills and then she's over here like i what what's going on like she's just as perplexed as you are watching it but i think i think you should watch it i think you'll enjoy it uh i'm gonna watch it and i'll give you a review Okay, that's definitely worth it. <laughs> there's a quote. Put it in my letter box. Too much, this, there's a this lot is, to unpack. This is but. the quote I just looked up, and it sold me on the film. Alice, who I believe is uh, uh, the main character, I thought I was going to go to hell for rewinding Titanic back to the sex scene three times. Gina, yeah, I thought I was going to go to hell for looking through my dad's Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. Alice again, I thought I was going to hell for having cyber sex. I'm in. This where how do you you just go straight, like I was just looking I was just watching sex scenes in the Titanic straight to I was also cyber and, sexing and the worst thing is so she says that and her friend is like yeah why would you do that you're so weird like, that's so, <laughs> like I'm, I'm that's so racy and I'm thinking about it and I'm like is it though I mean come on they just put their hand on the car like you don't really even see anything it's not even the not even the painting scene. Yeah, the painting scene is more risque because you see you see whole boob. Love the movie Titanic. It's a good movie. It, it's 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 one of like the long movies. I I had this thought the other day. Titanic and Forrest Gump are one of the, like the non like action movies that are two and a half hours long that don't feel really long. Where you're just well, like, wow, there's just a lot in this. This all went by. Like, wow, I'm already like Forrest Gump. Wow, I'm already at the scene where he meets his son. Like, you gotta think. You gotta think about this. So, if that movie's set in the early 2000s, right? Yeah, they would have the VHS of Titanic. Oh that yeah, is four videotapes. <laughs> four. That's well, how were... long it is. it's. Four videotapes. I mean, you only need the one for the sex scene. So. I know, but she had to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> And then they'd be like, why is this one of the four worn down more than the other? <laughs> yeah, this one's really... Why is the quality on this bad? Huh? Whatever. It's what, yeah. <laughs> it's just talking. 
about this Titanic with my mom because when I was a kid, we went on the Disney cruise. I had a plastic version of the ne- necklace that they wear. She wears in Titanic, the one she right. drops in the. I the wore it like the entire cruise, and I said to my parents, "Why would I do that? How how would I have seen Titanic?" Thought of the movie when I was like six years old. Mom's like, well, maybe we let you watch it without the sex scenes. <laughs> Which, in fairness, the sex scenes in that movie don't do really. I don't like they don't really do anything for the story. Like they're not vital to the story. No, no sex scene, not no sex scene, but ninety nine percent of sex scenes in movies have no like plot line. Like they're just there because they, they had yeah. to fill a quota of hey these oh, but, these adults but had sex. Shades of gray though. Like I said, they're the 1%. You gotta have the sex scenes in Fifty Shades of Grey. Otherwise, uh, it's just boring dialogue. I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey. Is it good? No. I don't know. <laughs> I say no I, as I, if I, I saw it. I've never seen, seen it. No, I have, I have not seen it. Uh, I can't imagine it's good because I feel like the first one came out and then they had like already planned to do the second and third one. And people were like, we don't care. <laughs> We're just gonna keep reading the book. Yeah. Have you seen it, Weezy? No, okay. not me. I just like. I'm to surprised you've never seen it. it Why like are you surprised? Watch. I don't know. I could just picture you watching it. Oh, all right. <laughs> Weezy's like. Gonna, hmm. I, you know, I, I see myself as a Christian Grey type. You know, first, I, I just watched my first Dakota Johnson movie the other day. Like. There was uh, that new. It's on Netflix. It's something lame, but yes. Always. Hmm. It's um. It's not the Gray oh, Man, right? No, that's got. No, that's not a Darmus. It's. Hold on. Is it the period piece? It is. It was actually not bad. Um. Persuasion. It is persuasion. Yes. Look at this. Google, it was so stupid. This, Google helped it me was, out here. That, it was ridiculous. It was the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> but Dakota Johnson, okay, she's not so bad. I don't, I don't hate it, but that was my first, first movie I've ever seen her in. So <laughs> I did avoid Fifty Shades so I can innocently say that's not my first one. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> now you're going to dive in where you're like, all right, now you know, so look, I really like oh, Dakota, Dakota Johnson, Johnson, but it, I didn't want my first Dakota Johnson experience to be Fifty Shades of Grey or Fifty Shades Darker or Fifty Shades Freed. Well, I had to take her out to dinner first. You know, you have to <laughs> you just bam. You know, like I you mean, can't. You're not, yeah, not wrong. I understand. Uh, so uh, before we get to our um, our our our, con, our the the topic the video going in line with our discussions about early two thousands. MTV somehow I somehow it just so willed it to be that this is kind of on topic. Um, but what's your favorite like typical boy band? Uh, I'm a big NSYNC guy. I was a Backstreet Boys person. Whoa. And I was a big Jonas Brothers person. Mm. I went to like five Jonas Brothers. The Joe Bros. What about the Joe Naked Bros? Band, huh? No. Nat Wolf was going off. I was Team Backstreet Boys. 
okay. S- same, same. Uh, Backstreet Boys. Uh, I don't think Oat. What I like is Oat. Oat Town's not a boy band, is it? Oat Town was a one is. hit. It is a boy band. Okay, so Oat, all right. Okay, maybe Oat Town. Yeah, I liked one song. The other one, it's and sounds... then my friend wrote in her journal that Oat Town was her least favorite band ever. I was so heartbroken. Yeah, what was their um, Liquid Dreams was the first single. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, ninety-eight degrees. That's ninety-eight. One. Yeah, that's the Nick Lachey one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had to pull up Nick Lachey. I was. I'll give him some uh, some credit yeah. there. Out here now, he's now him and and his wife are just ruining relationships and causing I, I, the most dramatic. Like they have look, they have created relationships, uh, but then they also did the ultimatum show, which, <laughs> which is a wild concept. Well, still uh, haven't seen it. They've I, done Love Is Blind as well, and yes. that show yeah. just as toxic. Oh, it's the 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 most recent season, Shane, uh, and and now that that was wild. Uh, Shake is a dickhead. <laughs> I can't think of anybody who's ever come out of a reunion show looking worse than Shake did. <laughs> this guy, Suze, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen okay. any of those shows. So so the the whole premise of Love Is Blind is like your um. You're you're in these tanks and you can't see them, so you can just talk to the the people. And there's a wall; you never see the person until you like propose to somebody that you get to see them, right? And aren't they, they like all attractive though? There's no one that's like objectively unattractive, right? I don't know. I mean, they had some kind of. I would there. There's. I feel like there's a line. Maybe they're all like conventionally attractive, but I mean, like they all had. So uh, th- it's they not all, crazy. It, it it was a a lot of it was we're gonna rem- like these are all objectively beautiful people but there's always like there's something wrong with there's something that would be wrong with them to somebody right like you know oh they're not you know i'd prefer to date somebody who is this race or somebody who is this tall or somebody who has a beard like there's all sorts of different body types yeah and like so the the guys shake like you're not really like you're supposed to go into it not knowing what they look like till you like see them and this guy was in like the first pot like they put in pots he was asking girls he goes i like to go to music festivals and put girls on my shoulders are you somebody that i could do that with to try and see if they would admit to being like overweight and stuff see i feel like guys do that on dating apps too they're like he was oh i want someone to like work out with me or like you can just tell they're like trying to see like how fit you are without which explicitly (laughs) yeah it's wild to me not- that they're they got they got photos and they're still like all right, but I'm still gonna ask like, you know. I, yeah, but that's just how online is. I would. It's know. just weird because this guy literally did it in person, and yeah. it's on a show that you're supposed to put like physical attraction kind of to the side until you like meet them, kind of you know. And then the girl he was with, she was nice. She was great. I feel like they're. I mean, she was way better than he was, and he was like, yeah, she feels like I'm dating my on so he just never got physical with her and he like literally said those words out loud and was like yeah it's like it's like kissing my aunt i'm not gonna do anything with her and i'm like this is you're the worst yeah he he so like his whole thing is like i only date like blonde white women and she is he's indian and she's indian and like he's like i never i've never dated a brown girl before and it's just like what Okay, I, I understand what you're saying here, but also, 
at some point you're supposed to get over this concept. Like you're supposed you you're like that the whole point of the show was not to care about what your partner looks like. It is so that you look like inward for the beauty of everything. And it, he's just a dickhead. Um It's such but, an interesting concept. It's like I get what they're doing, but at the same time I feel like there's people like you don't have physical chemistry with. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that, and they do the thing where, like, you know, you find like, what's wild is to see what they look like, you have to propose to them. Oh. And like, so everybody's on the show is like, I'm I'm looking to settle down right now. And the whole idea is, if I fall, I'm gonna fall in love with this person. Except, I'm only doing it over like the course of like a week or two, and and then afterwards we go to they send us on a resort beach for a week and then we're engaged and we're gonna get married and they're gonna you know organize a marriage for us and all that stuff and it's kind of it's very quick 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 and uh it like and they're all from like the chicago area this one like they're all in that area you know in the midwest chicago yeah, one of Wisconsin. Them was, this one it was chicago the, the first season was atlanta so they kind of go around when they're filming yeah like um, to this City, but what can they do? Utah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Utah. You'd enjoy. It. They give out free wine. They do give out free wine. Uh, they do. And you could also look into it because they do have a lawsuit. One of the guys that was on the show is not <laughs> something that was on the season, um, but they're accusing the show of uh, unfit working conditions because they'd only give them alcohol. And if you ask for like a water or anything else, they'd be like, "No, you're gonna keep drinking. We want good content." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that will be so embarrassing just sitting in a pod by yourself, drinking wine the whole time. In the first, to talk to people. Oh God! In the first season, this woman she got so drunk and she looked <laughs> so bad on TV because that would they, be me. She was talking. She was like, "Oh, it was bad, sis." Every season they have like the wine drunk, like what is this lady doing? And it's they always put the spotlight on her. She always gets proposed to, so they can extend it out. And then just the I feel like the entire season they're drunk, and then they get to the reunion show, and they're like, I don't know why I was so portrayed so badly. And it's like, well, you did down like four bottles before we. <laughs> right. Was that was that wasn't Shayna this one? It was uh, what's her face? Um, that was Shayna, and then the season before it was. Oh um, yeah. yeah. There was another girl, and she was oh god, yeah, it was bad. But the wor- what's worse, those shows, though, they, they get you drunk on purpose. Yeah, and if that's not enough, right? So the same production company, Sue's, goes and decides to up the ante. They're like, how can we, how can we make a reality show based on reality love show that has like the polar opposite of the feels of love at love is blind where you know we're trying to make people fall in love how about we do it where we take couples who have all been given an where one person has been given an ultimatum of ain't proposed to me or leave and let's all put these couples in houses with single people yeah that would be bad so like it's like i think it's like <laughs> i think it's 16 couples and then there's like eight single people like so that this way like if you want to break up but go to somebody else who broke up and you're like I'm ready to get married I'm ready to get married I haven't watched it I refuse to because it is it's it we're just tumbling down the down the hill to the point where we're just going to be like 
I don't know what's next because I can't think of anything worse. But clearly, somebody is thinking of something worse as a concept. Is it, is it toxic that I would want to be one of those single people, tempting <laughs> people away from their relationships? I like mean, we can, we can put you in the bait. We'll put you on yeah. the, the fish line. We'll reel them in. <laughs> Look, I, I don't think it's toxic because you're going into that knowing that uh, every couple there is on the like somebody is fed up. Like you're just like yeah. Like I know. think I could get one guy. <laughs> at that at that point, I feel like it's almost a challenge for you because you're like yeah. It's first and goal. You know, it's first and goal from the two, Sue's. If you can't punch it in there, like, that's, that. you know, we're not good. Sometimes not good. when I go out, I just, like, test myself to see if I still have game like I used to. You, pa- you pass the test? Yeah. All right, that's good. That's Look, as long, you know, you do the kids still got it. You blow in the, the you fingernails. It. You know. Right, it's like you, It's like when, when you're on the... You're walking by a basketball court and the ball rolls to you. You got yeah, it. Do I still got it? Yeah. Nope. Never have. That's the thing. I never had it. Never had a jumper. So <laughs> I'm like, all right. You know what? Uh, no, I'm gonna roll it back. Hmm. But all right. So we've got 98 degrees. O Town. Uh, Backstreet Boys. Uh, the superior of the big bands. Um, okay. Yeah. Look, I. I didn't see any member of InSync on Static Shock. Okay. All right, my case is settled. Also, didn't see any relative of InSync also becoming a recording artist that makes incredible music. I also didn't see any member of InSync's uh, family addicted to crack. <laughs> Here, who was addicted to crack? That's right. I mean, that's fair, but if we're going to hold that against, like, recording artists, uh, that's a lot of our favorites we're going to have to have a come-to-Jesus meeting about and be like... Well, you brought him up. Hey, you know, look, I'm, you know, if one of the I Carters want to do crack, they want to do crack. I did, I did crack, not give him those face tats. I did not put that crack <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> Shit happens. Look, Backstreet Boys uh, had Burger King deals. NSYNC did not, you know... <laughs> Look, Burger- they were managed by the same person, so they, were, they, they really were. So and about- they also were managed out of Orlando, so big win for me. Yeah, right. Talk mm, about crazy. just playing both sides. <laughs> that management group's like, yeah, we're gonna manufacture a feud and make billions, uh, and we'll continue to make billions uh, twenty years down the down the road. Uh, so good for that. I like how they're like, yeah, we we had so much talent that we built literally two different ones. Wow. Yep. Uh, the reason why I bring them up is 2000, the year 2000, uh, there was a wrestling boy band, believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> in, truth, in the year two- <laughs> Yes. Oh. And, oh. <laughs> So in 2000, WCW. Oh, we'll see that. We'll we'll get. It's a three man. It's a three band. They were named Three Count because every everybody goes down for the three count, which is an interesting slogan. But it is fire. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. They they had two hit singles, 
Can't Get You Out of My Heart, and Beautiful, uh, uh, what was the other one? It was, uh, well, it's a Beautiful Heart? I think it's Beautiful Heart, uh, was the second title. I can't, I, I had it written down and I can't find it. Uh, but they had two hit singles. So what we're going to watch is the debut of Three oh Count. Oh my gosh. February, or December 23rd, 1999, the debut of, of Three Count and how they came to be kind of a making the band thing. And then we're going to see them later <laughs> wrestle the Young Dragons at New Blood Rising in a, in a six-man tag team ladder match where at the top of the ladder was not one, but two items for grabs. The gold record that they had, that Three Count had, that the Young Dragons stole... And the recording contract so that the Young Dragons claimed if they won, Three Count would never make another song ever again. And obviously, it plays in the whole thing. There's a lot of comedy involved. It's a lot of fun. So we're going to watch that here on the Dork Side of the Ring. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Just taking a break here. Got a couple things I would like to advertise, plug. As always, support.grum.tv. That's the Patreon for as low as a dollar. You can be a patron. We're going to be adding some more features and benefits to your patronage. Things like deciding what uh, what uh, what episodes you would like to see done or topics, you know. Uh, any live stuff as well. So maybe some, some live recording in the future you can come by and listen to and be a part of that, that cool stuff. Uh, we also have got the uh, watch alongs those are always there just put up i think i i meant to put it up and i just never hit publish on it or i didn't hit the right button to publish at the right date uh the custody of dominic mysterio match that went up this past weekend this coming weekend will be the graveyard uh match between the kiss demon and vampiro and that whole saga with jim the grapple guys jim jam broads and aaron uh jim jam was just on uh, the last week's episode so yeah go we'll check that out also We've got some good stuff going on, just Grum.tv in general. In fact, I've got a little, I got a survey right now. You go to the, if you go to Grum.tv, the Discord, you're, or if you're already a member of it, there is a survey there. Fill it out, and you may win some money. You may win some prizes for said, uh, for said opinion. I'm just asking for your opinion. Fill it out. Let me know some f- future content ideas, some current content feedback that I want. Just suggestions, feedback, and just what kind of content and where you get your content, how you consume your content. I want to know it all. I want to know more about you. So if you're listening to this, go to grum.tv. In the community update, there is a link to a Google form that it is the survey that I just talked about. Fill it out. It's uh, 25, 30 questions. I'm not entirely sure. I don't remember. Um, fill it out, and you can be entered to win the lovely, lovely prize of some money cash money who doesn't like some money that's right money 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 uh uh piggy bank ham from uh you know money 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 anyways uh let's get back to the episode (laughs) right now here on the dark side of the ring goodness that is it that we're back the incredible incredible Three count versus the young dragons. Wheezy first impressions. Uh, to quote 
Demolition. <laughs> oh, what a rush. That's that's Legion of Doom. That was Legion of Doom. I'm an idiot. Anyways. Um, <laughs> regardless. Yes. What a rush. What a time. I. That is just goofy. I think it's funny to see gimmicks like that with people you know are better than the gimmick. I mean, not necessarily like the main guy, but like, you know, like Shannon Moore, Gregory Helms, Shane Helms. Those guys are not bad. So then you get stuck in this terrible gimmick and you're like, my goodness. But yeah. Crazy. What a time. What a time. Suze, your first first impression. I was not rooting for three count at all. No? You weren't feeling no. the three count? No. <laughs> was was it because <laughs> they were they were practically Evan Courageous's incel uh Merry Men of Incels? Like, like, like hey, he's... <laughs> what was up with that? He was gonna charm the pants off everyone's girl and then what? And then leave the skanks leave them the skanks that they are. His words, not mine. Uh like <laughs> all because <laughs> all because he fumbled the bag. He he had a he had an attractive older lady, and then he was like, yo, I can also get attractive younger ladies. And then I could steal other people's girls. And then I'm, I'm now now Chavo Guerrero's calling me holeless. He's saying you ain't got no girls. Here you go. <laughs> How to pick up women? Uh, like, you think uh, it told them to start a boy band? Ah, uh, I guess. Like, but then like so. All right. <laughs> so for the for the viewers, the reason the three count is debuted as. Evan Courageous's comeback. He's he's been on the downslope. The the he don't like the way that the these women have been treating him. He was very women be shopping esque, um, and then all because you know he was you know played a fool by some by some women because he's a dumb good looking dude who got you know taken advantage for being a dumb good looking dude, and he didn't like that. He thought higher of himself. You know, a real I have to love me story could have been told instead he just got two of his friends and they made bad music <laughs> so now i've got i've got a, a fun little exercise here Suze, his yeah. name is Evan courageous how do you spell that oh god is it not spelled like normal no, no. <laughs> i'll also add that it's his real real last name his real last name is courageous but not spelled like courageous no. It's it's K A R A G I A S. Courageous. I feel like he's lying and that's not how it's pronounced. No. It, no. What what would you call it? Caragius? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Caragius. Caragius. Like that so, sounds way worse. Oh, I, my I get that courageous yeah. sounds better, but like, yeah. why would it be spelled that way? Uh, if I gave you three guesses to figure out what state of America he, Evan Courageous was from, based simply on his accent, so was, do you, where do you think Evan Courageous is from? I can't even think of his voice. I'm just going to guess Florida. All right. 
You're not wrong in thinking that he did sound like somebody from the South. Uh, yes. Does it remind uh, you of a Florida, like the Florida man? The, the, he does look like a Florida man, but he's actually from North Carolina. All right. All right. All right. He well, does, look, he's got, yeah, come on. He's got long braids. He's like, <laughs> he said, I, I'm just because I saw two folks like that today. <laughs> he's an island boy. Evan yeah. Courageous was the first island boy. Um, Evan yeah. Courageous also, before becoming a pro wrestler, had moved to New York City to pursue an acting and modeling career, where he also became the spokesman for the 1996 Calvin Klein and U.S. Olympic Committee advertising campaigns. I cannot picture him as a Calvin Klein. No? Mm. No. Not with, all, the- not with long hair? Think of him in those... Uh, Mormon underwear. I'm sure you'll. <laughs> what makes you think I haven't already pictured that? Oh, I don't know. I just, she's like, what would he look like if he was Mormon? Like a Mormon with with braids. What's going on here? Um, but yeah, all three of them were. He's are... not ugly, but you can tell he has like rocks in his head. <laughs> I mean, they look. That was his whole gimmick before three count was that he was just a was a good looking but dumb guy. You're telling me this guy couldn't be a Calvin Klein model? I'm not gonna defend this guy, but he like you can't tell me you can't no. see him in some Calvin Kleins wearing a bucket hat in the nineties. Searching right now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they I, did I put it. In the, I put it. I put it in the. Yeah, I put it in the uh, the 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 group group chat. No way. That's a Calvin Klein ad. It, it's probably not, but you're telling me this guy isn't, he not look at all, also look look at all three of the three count guys in this photo, if, if it ever sends, I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> Evan Crage is the only guy who's ever seen a weight, like the other two are just not are not lifting at all <laughs> look at them Shannon, Shannon Moore on the right there is like flexing and you only see the like the tendon of his elbow. That's it. Yeah, he definitely has a better body, but I just can't picture him as a model. Gotcha. Maybe it's his face, the braid, the braids, and the it's face. really the, it's, are, are it's, the braids that distracting. It it really is the braids. They're they are like he'd probably be a, a reg he'd probably be a regular good looking dude, and then he wore he had he decided to put braids in his hair. <laughs> He doesn't look too awful with the normal hair. If how, you, about, if you look. how about this look for him? Um, how about this look? We feeling this more than him as, uh, as, as three count? I feel like that's just the same. That's just the <laughs> denim. <laughs> that's the yeah. same thing. <laughs> no, he's got a black bandana on. That's different than the red backwards hat. Or the bucket hat. Or his the... arms look so weird in that picture. Oh, because because like you can't see his shoulders or his elbows, so all you see is like his bicep and tricep. So they look they look his like his arms look like legs. <laughs> yeah, <it does> look. <laughs> they look like legs, and they look like knee braces. <laughs> I think he's hoping that you look at his at his abdominal versus his arms. He's like, yeah, he's don't really look at my arm. the eye line. Yeah. I mean, look, as a pro wrestler, looks that's what... even less like a Calvin Klein model there. Wait, no, this is, is this, this... Are you trying oh, to convince her? No, 
this is Calvin Klein, I think, like, more recently. Or not Calvin Klein. <laughs> Evan Courageous more recently. <laughs> mm. I think. I Yeah, because I guess he got that tattoo later. Yeah, no. Why is he wearing gloves? Why you got gloves? That's not cool. Cool guys don't wear gloves. Um, yeah, he's got gloves. He's got gloves on. Um, but yeah, no. Three. Was taken at the Capitol. <laughs> I don't. The picture quality isn't that good, or it was taken by an android, and maybe so. Mm. Eh, maybe we um, zoom out, and he's got Jesse Ventura over his shoulder, <laughs> and they're right on the steps. Look, Jesse Ventura. Did you hear? So did you hear him go off about January sixth? No, I. I imagine it wasn't great. No, it actually it was great. So, <laughs> yeah. so Jesse Ventura is a is a veteran, and he takes the oath that he took as a as to in serving very seriously. So, when he's on Chris Jericho's podcast, and Chris Jericho, who is like, yeah, Jesse, Jesse loves conspiracy theories. I love conspiracy theories. Yeah. And, like, they just go down this rabbit hole that ends up with Jesse Ventura going. He's like, you know what I don't? I hate about those cowardly fucks at January 6th? Not a single one. And, uh, and he just starts going off about people who, like, you know, stormed the Capitol. He's like, we, I took an oath to defend this country from, you know, threats domestic and foreign. And he's like, if I was there, you give me and five of my guys... We would have slaughtered everybody who tried to step in, you know, step into the Capitol. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And Chris Jericho, whose wife was there, is like, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. (laughs) Like, he's got to, like, not be like, but Jesse, my wife was there. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Did not expect that. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, But three count, uh, of of the three members... Uh, who do you think performed their role as a boy band member the best? We'll start with you, Seuss. Hmm. I think it's gotta be Evan, but, like, I don't think any of them were that good. You don't think anyone, like, I've, the debut, none of them were good. Well, uh, Shane Helms had an incredible head of hair. That was very soft, you know. And he was wearing the he had the night he was like fully into it, but not the actual dancing of it. But by the uh, New Blood Rising match, they had choreography. Tank Abbott, who Tank Abbott was killing it. I oh, his nipples were not killing it. <laughs> Ruined it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't no, understand way worse. I don't understand I why. did not get it. Whose idea was that? <laughs> to just be like, yeah, Tank, are your nipples in where the green mark are? <laughs> yeah, let's cut them maybe, out. Maybe he went to school with Regina George. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps. Like they were just I, um, chafing his nipples. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's got to be Evan, though. Because, like, the other two didn't even have mics to perform. <laughs> the first time and then no and then like they all danced and stuff but honestly in a dance battle they're losing to too cool i know that oh absolutely they can't keep up up with rikishi they can't keep up keep up with scotty too hottie these guys the dance moves are lacking so i gotta go (laughs) off of just the ability evan's gotta be the boy band guy the other guys are just the backup yeah, that's a good point. Now, I I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some love out there for Shannon, you know, because Shane Shane didn't do a lot. He's like, I'm not the I'm not 
the uh, you know I'm not the Aaron Carter, I'm not I'm not the you know the Timberlake like I'm not in, I'm not invested. I'm gonna be cool with being the Chris Kirkpatrick. I'm uh, that's what I'm cool being the Joey. Fat- I'm good with just being the side guy, right? Shannon's like no no I want to be I want to be the AJ or the or the Lance like I want to be noticeable. I'm trying to get somewhere after this gig. Um, he was actually trying to dance on at the start. Also got yeeted by Chavo Guerrero, <laughs> like <Yeah>. twelve feet. <laughs> that I'm going all out for this. Um, but yeah, the uh, it's just like it's wild that somebody was like, "Let's make a boy band. Let's take these three guy, these three kids from North Carolina, and pretend that they're a boy band." And like. They're like, we don't sing. We certainly don't sing. No, no, no. And they had the whole music video and everything. What do you think, you guys think about the that music video that they had? That was something. Do you think they thought that this boy band could be good enough to like go over and sink or Backstreet Boys? Oh no, <laughs> not they were trying there's to. There's no like, way they no, had to. No. But, like it's I, crazy they made a music video and they don't even own the rights to the song. Which means they, paid, they paid someone to write a song for them. Oh yeah. 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 Well no no so so WWE who owns the footage and everything, they don't own the right to the first song. So that, yeah, that means like, they the, hired a company probably to make a song for them. Well no the no, the people who actually wrote the first song at the time worked for WCW, but they didn't like light, they licensed they they own the song and then licensed it to WW, WCW and WCW was like, why are we paying for the for a song? Let's just make a new one. And that's when they want they did the do you know everybody uh, you know do the three count and that became the oh song gosh. that they then owned. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just uh, absolutely. I think the ultimate goal was to get like in sync backstreet like some boy band to like come on screen. And like get publicity that way, because the very same year, uh, they got James Brown to appear at a pay per view. So like it wasn't out of the realm of possibility of them getting an actual boy band, like a ninety eight degrees, in sync, Backstreet Boys, or you know, or even if they maybe they get like Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera to show up, and then get them some public like they were just throwing they were th- they were name dropping trl mtv britney christina yeah, they said been on trl yeah they watched yeah. trl like I, they were trying to they're, they're doing all this stuff so they can get some you know recognition in the mainstream because at the time wcw is in the shitter like they're they are swirling the bowl and uh and there's no stopping it, and they're just like trying anything to get anybody some public notoriety and uh, eventually they were like, well, just make them a joke completely and have Tank Abbott be their biggest fan. <laughs> like, um, which is still a wild thing. Like, they had, that'd be like the equivalent of like, like Conor McGregor being, you know, being their, uh, their like biggest fan. This is yeah. wild to think about. I, thought, I, I think it's yeah. funny because like you think about like, you know, like John Cena's gimmick was like this, like first. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like the first like rap gimmick, but it's like one of the ones that like actually works. And it's like you think about it, and you're like, okay, so his thing is like rap, and that was like big at the time. And you kind of just block out the idea that they even attempted a boy band because those were big, you know, in the yeah. at the time these shows were going on. 
And it's like, I think we did, we all did ourselves a service by blocking that. <laughs> they did, in fact, try the boy band angle. Because, my God, that was... <laughs> yeah, wrestling has- because I think their fans don't fit that demographic. Like, at least with, no. like, the rap, <laughs> that's at least within the wheelhouse of possibility. But yeah. I don't think that boy band is within, like, the customer. They had the dude dressed up like a juggalo hitting, hitting Evan... A courageous in the back <laughs> in that match and i was like my goodness if that isn't a picture of who's watching what yeah i and don't know thing, what it at the same time we did have the insane clown posse was like around um yeah. and we never got never got the insane clown posse and and three count uh ever interacting on wcw um no, but wrestling's always d- kind of done like this. Like we'll, we'll try to get like a, uh, a a musical gimmick. Like they did. Jeff Jarrett was like the country western around the time that country western was getting big. Uh, there was three count. You had John Cena was like your battle rapper when rap was getting like was well into the mainstream. Um, Don't forget know. about Jillian Hall. She I was, was gonna say. Yeah, she was a pop singer who was bad at singing. Like her gimmick was, she's bad at singing, but they did the whole you know pop diva thing. Um, Elias was like your, uh, you know the the Lumineers dive bar, you know guitarist. I'm trying to think of what other ones there were. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like they're you know every every couple of years they have one because they're like oh like this like. Uh, you know, if if WWE had the uh, wherewithal and understanding of it, I would not be surprised to see a K-pop group of some kind. <laughs> um, wasn't wasn't Heath Slater supposed to be? Oh yeah, like he's the one man. They had the three man band, and it was him, Drew McIntyre, and Jinder Mahal. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I knew it was yeah, something like yeah. They were, they were a rock group. That's a that's a. I gotta I gotta I have to go find the WLC. And just record that for that. I match pulled that one from the depths. Um, <laughs> He's yeah, a one man band, baby. <laughs> yeah, I try to pull out the, the bad ones. Uh, those are all blocked out. <laughs> just what the hell is this? See, I uh, wish I, I had that ability. I can't do that with right. I can do it with. I can, I, can, I can block out like bad Eagle seasons, or I can block out like bad television shows or something like that. I can't with wrestling. Like I just. Well, I, I do think it's funny. We were watching that, and I'm like. I wonder if I'm going to, like, recognize any of these people. And then I'm literally, like, one by one, like, hey, that's that guy. That's that guy. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's Jimmy Wang Yang. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's like, I know, like, almost everybody in this in this right now. But it's, like, the most ridiculous segment that I've never seen. And you're like, what? It's like it's almost like, you know how, like, um, like Kevin Nash was Oz? Mm. And you're like, what the hell is this gimmick? And then you're like later he's literally kevin nash and you just you're like no way he had a bad gimmick and it's like yeah he did and then all of these guys besides i mean evan courageous he kind of dunk but um the other two they went on to like do other stuff and you're like oh okay like respectable so you know wrestling's kind of funny that way yeah it's it's like and i was i was thinking about it I'm like wow like most of these guys could probably still go i know jimmy wang yang like his daughter is wrestling now uh, Shane Helms is working backstage. Jamie Noble's backstage. Jamie Noble's backstage. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, Shannon Moore, I think, is training people. Evan Courageous is uh, looking like he's storming a capital, but I don't think he is, which is good. I, I, I was looking at that. He said he was a stunt, stunt coordinator. He was doing stuff like that. Oh, good for him. Good for so, him. He played yeah, himself he got, in Crazy Eyes in 2012. So, so he when, when they got bought out by WWE, um, his contract was part of that. They sent him to the deve- developmental territory, and then he got like a really, really bad concussion. Mm. And so he just like stopped wrestling at that point. Um, glad he didn't keep going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's basically his, his line there. Um, so that's probably why I didn't really know too much about him because if his push was the then, three count yeah. and then nothing. Yeah. Snakes for him, but wait, do we know how three count broke up? Yes. Like, yes. Dance? They like, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I want to know how this whole thing ends. So, I, like, I, I was going to get there because I was going to be like, you know, every boy band has a breakup story. And wouldn't you know it, but Evan Courageous' ego got him in trouble with the rest of the band. Uh, so oh, Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so, they end up breaking up because, you know, Mr. Courageous uh, was a womanizer. And basically... Uh, they were like, hey man, like you're also, he was very selfish and trying to hog the limelight. He was costing them matches cause he wanted to be the winner and whatnot. And then, so more Shannon Moore and, and Shane Helms kick him out of the group. And then at the very same time, the young dragons who we saw had kicked out Jamie Noble. They got, they jumped him. They beat the shit out of him. They took his mask and he became J he went from Jamie son to Jamie Noble. So it was noble and courageous but because jamie noble was they were like we got to misspell his name somehow they put a k on the the beginning so it's jamie Knoble. but you know <laughs> obviously so it's noble courageous you know they work together and they and the they instead of like having all six guys like go their separate ways they were just like yeah we're, they're still gonna feud with each other but instead of it being two teams of three it's gonna be three teams of two and they they had like a couple really good ladder matches, um, and then <laughs> and then uh, in like towards the end of WCW in two thousand and one, Shane Moore jumped Shane Helms and Evan Courageous helped them. So then they they were back as three count. So instead of so they got rid of so Shane Moore brought back Evan Courageous and got rid of Shane Helms. So three count became. Like Shannon Moore is the only one who's always been a member, and it's wow. uh, just <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And they actually like went for um, the cruiserweight tag team champions, but the ships, but they lost uh, and couldn't make it. But it was very funny because like they were like they they were a typical boy band. They had they just had breakups and reformings and reunions and everything. Interesting. They were just back and forth. Oh, crazy. But it's just like, it's again, I can't like, it's fun to, when wrestling is like, Hey, we are, we're going to, we're going to take what's going on and we're going to make it our own. And they did that with boy bands, which was all the crazed. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if the band was a little bit better, it could have like turned into something a little bigger. 
You think if they had Booker T in there, he would have been better? <laughs> I mean... They'd have somebody who could better, dance. Some better singing. Like, better lyrics. Do you think it was actually them They singing? literally rhymed heart with smart and start. Yeah, the bars. Those are words that rhyme, yes. Bars! What are you talking about? What? I don't see the issue here. You, you're telling me you wouldn't use those words? No. I think I think Susan would do the, like the multiple syllable, like rhymes heart with compart. Uh big slant you know. rhyme, Suze. That's what they call her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Suze would also throw in the juvenile, like uh, you know, rhyming heart with fart. You know. No, I wouldn't. Uh, you, come on, you you be you be like stressed, like oh man, I don't know another one. I got, I got, I got a seven-syllable rhyme here. I need, to, I need to really send it home. Fart. You know, there we go. Oh, That's yeah. good. That's Suze. That's Suze's the lyricist. Bars. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> in in a fight, okay, as we know. So you know, we've got three count with their three members. We're not going to count Tank Abbott because he basically he didn't just, do anything. That was the most anything. worthless member. He he did more harm than good. He pushed yeah, the ladder. He blinded me. <laughs> Suze was quiet the whole, for a good portion after saying, "What is going on with his nipples?" Like I could be, I could tell Suze was either fixating on his nipples or like not. Like I don't need to see his nipples. I don't want to see them. I'm not gonna look. Um, yeah, they they disturbed me. <laughs> um, are you taking three count in a fight? Or 98 degrees. Three count? Or 98, oh, 98 degrees. Nick Lachey is putting him in a blunder. I know oh, it. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, Nick Lachey's a pretty big guy. Like, muscular. I, I feel bad because I don't know the other, the other members. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're like, I, yeah, it's, it's, Nick Lachey's the only one that you're like, yeah. They've got other dudes, though. These guys are kind of built. They're just, they're like, and they like look like they can climb a ladder a little faster. Oh, yeah, no. Because he had his brother Drew Lachey in there, too. Yeah, no. The Lachey brothers are putting these guys in the Hurt Locker. Nah, nah. There's this picture of Drew Lachey, and he's got a fedora. He got... Nah, I'm sorry. And that's better than braids in a flat bill? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I this picture of the ninety eight degrees is, no, is I feel the, like you got hold on. I've got one prep, but what do you have? Is it is it the it's Oh it's that one, yeah. No, <laughs> these guys are large. Hold on, this why does Nick Lachey look like a small Ronnie from the shore? Nah, these guys these guys pop the pop the shirts off. This looks way better. Look at these guys. <laughs> why are they wearing overalls and yellow shirts? Only only two guys are wearing overalls, but the, the Lachey brothers these guys are shredded, bro. I mean, yeah, but so like Evan, look at scroll up. Look, Evan Curry just got that's, more abs. That's yeah, that's, but his ratio to the other members really throws that off. I mean, you're, you're right. You're right. All right, I okay. Got so, a comment on the on the 98 degrees tattoo that Buddy has. Here. <laughs> what, what's yeah, the I to the band? I want to know which one. Like, who who is that? I I don't know. I'll tell you. Hold on. That is Jeff Timmons. 
see what he's up to now. Why does it look like I, this picture of Justin Jeffrey makes it look like he's went to jail for something? Oh, because he was. He was. <laughs> oh, he was arrested while occupying Cincinnati. Okay, that's different. All right. Yeah. All right. See, ju that that's okay. That's a little yeah. okay. I I'm, I don't. If I have to choose three members of uh, 98 Degrees, yeah, Justin Jeffrey's getting left off. <laughs> <laughs> he is my last pick on the bench. Just nah, he he's the most un like he's the most unboy band looking guy. He, he just looks, looks like, like he looks like they had three members and the producer like just found out that boy bands needed four members, so he took the sound <laughs> guy from the music video. It was like you there. Are you guys talking about the tall one in overalls? Yes, yes, yes. Weird. Like, look, he looks yeah. He looks like they just called the sound guy over. <laughs> It's kind of insulting they like put him in the band. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I th it works because they're like, yeah, no, Nick and Drew are just really good looking dudes. It doesn't matter who we put with them. So we just put regular dudes who are who are good at singing and no one will care. I mean, look, Drew's got a He won't get like any fan mail. That's fine. Oh no, he's you know, no, you know what? He's no, nah, he's he's getting the fan mail from the girls who like who like the the who like the sensitive boy. They're like, is oh. he the sensitive one? Because I feel like he's like the the creepy one. Like, <laughs> look, like, I, hey man, the overalls. What is going on? That was the oh look, that was the style wearing wearing baggy overalls. It's just like they're both wearing long sleeve shirts, which at the same time, which I don't understand. But they're just, wearing branded. They're wearing branded gear too. So that you know, that's just that's just that. How old is Justin Jeffrey? He's forty nine right now. So twenty years ago, he was or he was he was <laughs> he was almost thirty when they were when they were rolling. Yeah, but hold on. Now I, I'll contend this with you. Ready? Yeah. I'm ready. You, you're telling me Chris Kirkpatrick does not look sus as well. That's that's what I'm saying. Is like he's he just <laughs> that guy looks like, like he sold you bad audio equipment <laughs> at the radio shop. Chris Kirkpatrick <laughs> sells Reggie. That's, he he sells it and yeah. swears it's not. He's like, no, 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 no. It's a good stuff. It's a good stuff. And then hold on. And then look at this. Oh my god! I don't know who took this photo, but this looks. This is the funniest photo of the Backstreet Boys. My goodness! It looks like there are wiggles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look yeah but hold they on Kevin, so bad bro they look <laughs> so nah this what picture the of them this picture of them has to be before they were like because they look so young yeah they look they look insanely young compared to like kevin like kevin looks exactly how he always looked like that's the thing <laughs> you just oh, can't yeah, he looks like the father of the band yes yes <laughs> yeah no uh <laughs> i just can't Look, boy bands were a time, and like I'm glad that the 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 spirit of the boy band is going uh going great with K-pop bands. Um, it, I gotta it, look at the first because this one guy looks like he uh, Brian Luttrell. That guy always looks like he crapped his pants and he doesn't want anybody to notice. <laughs> Hold on, I I used to like Brian. I think. Try look at his it. face in that photo, Susan. You tell me. Why? He just looks. It, I, I don't get his face. He just looks like he just. Please, nobody notice. You, you know what though? I, I, 
I don't like that like BTS doesn't have a like a like these kind of photos that we're looking at, like these promotional photos. <laughs> like, this guy literally has one look. Hold on, look, look at this one. <laughs> He's got one face. Yeah. <laughs> Why should you have more than that? It, it worked for him. Oh I do like God. I do like the in these two pictures, the like the <laughs> the transformation for AJ from like being like you know, hey, clean shaven, still wearing a backwards hat, still got the shades on. To to now, I have a I have the the quintessential douchebag goatee, and colored shades and and blonde hair. Honestly, he swagged out. Yeah, no, there was there was JC did as much as he could for for in sync, but no one was touching. AJ was just an, on another level in terms of just a swagger. When it came to boy bands. Yeah, looking back at this, these guys all look like fucking ridiculous. My goodness. Yes. I, I mean, but go back and look at the two thousand late nineties, early two thousands. Everything was ridiculous. You ever watched- it's kind of crazy like how like enamored girls were with these bands. Looking at what? these guys, like they're not that cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, well like I mean think about it. You you are like when you are younger, you are like, oh my god, they're so cute. Everybody like ah, they're cute. They're good looking. Or I don't think they are, but everybody else does. So I don't necessarily want to not be. And then you just kind of convince yourself that they are cute. Or like for me, it's like ah oh, man, like I don't like Christina Aguilera. She I don't like her music. And like everyone's like I don't care about her music. She looks good. And I'm like. Yeah, she looks good, but, like, I'm trying to listen to some music, my guy, and, like, I don't... But that's why I'm, like, I'm wondering if it was, like, more of the music. Hmm. I mean, listen to the music, and you're like, oh, it's so romantic, it's so cute, the band is super cute, too. I didn't think that like, definitely is something Back then, there. like, you, like, listened on the radio, you didn't see them as much. That, yeah, I that think true. that was doing them a lot of favors at that point. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> yeah, the only time you ever saw them was the, the music videos where they were... You know, they were wearing insane amounts of makeup and shot and you in good light. you had already heard the songs. Yeah. Or you, like, saw them randomly, like, in a magazine. And yeah. The, and the music videos never focused on an individual's face for, like, more than, a, like, a couple frames. You gotta... That's strategic. Yeah. And, I mean, you are getting a lot of, like, the cheerleader effect. Yeah, they're you know, popular. You put, your, you put your attractive members in the front, and then the rest of them just kind of blend in there. Fair enough. A lot of trick trickery. At, just, at a... You know, it's just smart. You put your you put the, you draw the set. You draw like the back. The second one that you posted. The second one. All, uh, all the good looks are in the center, so you, you don't put, look. <laughs> you put your best fruits in the front. Which is weird because in sync, they they put everybody on the on the same level, but then Justin Timberlake's the one who's not anywhere near anybody's face. Wow. So that you know, that, you know, which may, you know, maybe maybe they knew Justin Timberlake was mid after all, but he was just going to be the biggest pop star for quite some time, and you know, skate skate blame for a lot of things he's done. Maybe. Not here, Justin. Not here. Uh, did you know, Suze, did you know this? Fun fact, the Justified album, that that entire album except for the songs sliding Britney Spears 
were written for um, Michael Jackson first. I did not know that. So Pharrell did like the entire album, and like like I said, he did uh, Justin Timberlake did "Cry Me a River," and I think there's another one. Um, it might be the one with clips. Um, those two songs were like not originally like a thing, but they presented the album to Michael Jackson, and he was like, "Nah, it's not my style." And then they gave it to Justin Timberlake, and it was like the biggest thing. Which is crazy, because you're like, oh yeah, Justin Timberlake, this album. And you're like, I think I'd prefer to hear the Michael Jackson recordings. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I, okay. I did not know that. I, I mean, little, I've got a little, little bit there. Fun yeah. factory. Son of a bitch. That's it. Going back in time, I'm going to break Justin Timberlake's legs. Well, I still get pissed <laughs> off, because like, you know, you listen to Crimea River, and you're like, oh yeah, sick. And then you're like, oh. This was at Britney Spears, and wait a minute, yeah. being a dick. Yeah, I I hate this, but the beat goes hard though. <laughs> it's a great song, but God, do I wish literally the circumstances surrounding it was completely it. different. You know? Yeah. No. But oh, just cracked my back. What a time! I heard that. I I was gonna bring that up. I heard your back crack. That was oh, it was that loud. That was a good one. That was a solid one. Uh, but as we as we wrap up here, final impressions and thoughts on what we watched. Wheezy, we'll start with you. I am glad that that was short lived. I am <laughs> um, glad these guys moved on to greener pastures. I also think that it's funny because like that was a. I know I didn't really like bring it up, but uh, you know they did their debut. That was on Thunder, and yes. so it's like okay, that makes sense. This is like a B story, and it's also like I I don't know. I just feel like they just the execution's always going to be bad and like whatever. But I'm glad they did it, so they everybody saw how poorly it turned out and would never ever try it again. Because my goodness, please no. Um. That's that's my takeaway from it. And I, I I am glad this just shows that persistence and figuring out the right gimmick will give you better better ideas because most of those guys went on to do better things. So Yeah. Uh multiple champions between you know, I think everybody there other than Kazayashi had won a cruiserweight championship at least. So that's, yeah. that's cruiserweight, some tag titles. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just wild, like, to think about. I, it's one thing is, like, finding... Like, this is, like, the first time I really feel like I showed something involving lesser talent. Like, I feel like every hey, time I'm just, like, you know, I was like, oh, well, this guy went on to do, you know, this guy also known as this. It's like, oh, I know this person. These guys never really made it big. Like, you know, I couldn't tell. Sue's so like, yeah, no, like, you know, Shane Helms became the Hurricane. That <laughs> like, is a pretty big... Imp- he battled The Rock. He beat The Rock. Yeah, but like to, you know, that's not a name anybody outside of no. wrestling fans. No, where if I'm like, oh, hey, like this person, <laughs> they ended up being The Undertaker. It's like, oh, I know that name. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, 100%. Suze, what about you? Final takeaways on the episode of Dorkside today? I enjoyed it. It was good nostalgia. The boy bands of yesteryear. Mm. Um, I'm happy three counts. 
died a, died a death. Yeah, died a quick death. <laughs> you don't have one of their posters on your wall? You don't, right next to the Backstreet Boys? No, but maybe Evan Courageous's hair will grow on me. It's, it grew so, on him. <laughs> it grew. I mean, Look if at, it grows on me, maybe I'll get. Sure. You're telling like me. It. You're telling me you wouldn't get this as a poster. Look at look at Shane Helms. He's wearing a he's wearing a velvet shirt. Look at the hair. You're telling me that's not a boy band material. Is that Versace? I don't know. What is with never... their outfits? <laughs> they look, like... they look they so bad. They're going, they look like they're all going to different places. Yeah, he, <laughs> Evan Courageous has like the BMX outfit. Helms is going to a 70s bar. It looks like Fabio. Yeah. With and the then, hair. And then Shannon Moore is going to a football game. Here's, here's a picture of when they got the gold record. I, it's small. I know that. But I want, I want to make note of the single bang look that that Shannon's rocking on the left. I don't like that at all. That is far from worst worst hairstyle though. It's still bad. Hold on. I got you got to see this. Uh he had <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, for him? Yeah, he's had he had one atrocious decision of a hairstyle there was uh let me see if i can find the other one <laughs> i'm scared if that's not his worst yeah because now he has uh white guy dreadlocks oh yeah oh you're going oh yeah <laughs> see i was going oh. with his other wrestling uh wrestling look that he had the um, giant mohawk the giant mohawk Look, here's the reunion. Here he is with Jimmy Wang Yang. <laughs> oh, explicit content. This isn't even explicit. It's literally just that's, that's the Mohawk look that he, he had. got a lot of tattoos too. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. he's a a tattoo guy. Yeah, now he's got white guy dreads. I need to see these. I need to see. Hold these. on, I'll send it in he here. He's a new hairstylist. It's bad. It wouldn't let me. Have... No. It, oh, yeah! I just saw the. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he look like Mickey Rourke in the Wrestler? <laughs> I always saw that that resemblance. It's it's bad. He does. Why does he Is have this... leopard pants on with that? Tell me that's not Mickey Rourke. Tell me that ain't Mickey Rourke in there. <laughs> just look at that. Yeah, it's not. That's it's Randy not... the Ray. <laughs> I'm gonna have a nightmare tonight about this hair and the nipples. Like <laughs> it's gonna be you're just gonna see the nipples and the hair. It's that's all you got. There's a lot of bad hair in that group. Like uh Shane Hel or Shane Helms had uh dyed his hair green. Uh, look, look, look. We're not we're not <laughs> hating on the hurricane. It, no, 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 no. Here's the thing though. He all because he dyed his hair green, but he didn't wear like this. Is also I I we we're making fun of all of them, fun of all their hairs. Anoy told him that he needed to dye his hair like that and then rock the the thick sideburns and just the goatee. Connect the beard. What's so up with that? Questions. 
I love how is Wheezy, is Wheezy fire emoting that? <laughs> it's not fire? bad. Why did you fire emote that? Because it looks it's, fire. It's Hold not, on. Gotta no, the whole get- it no, makes it sense. It makes sense with his get up. Yes, it looks like someone threw up on his head. But... <laughs> I'm glad but you look at this. It makes sense. You can't even tell where the mask is. <laughs> Look at, the, look at, yeah. But then he looks like this out in public. He wearing the puka, he wearing the puka necklace. That's just, Gr- that's just the style. Look, that's just what it was. <sighs> no, nah, see, you know, look, I he understand like he works at Guitar Center, yes. <laughs> he looks like he still works at Guitar Center. That's like, <laughs> no. I know, oh, I yeah. see that guy when I go, when I drive by. He out there smoking, he's, he's smoking a nice, a nice cigarette, a nice <laughs> clove cigarette. <laughs> That's right. There's like, a hurricane coming through. <laughs> yeah, and it's his lungs. They're going through hell right now. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's that is it. Suze, let us uh let let's begin the, 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 the send off here. Tell the people where they can follow you, what you got going, what you would like to uh bring awareness to and such. The floor is yours. Um well you can follow me on Twitter. It's S U double S double I double E B. Um, I don't really have anything going on, so just listen to the podcast and support Grum. And right. if you're in Orlando, ooh, Wheezy. <laughs> oh, we've got yes, we've we've come around. We're booing. We all right. We got it. As long as I'll hear them, you don't even need to be at any place specific. I'll just have an ear out for the booze. Wheezy, what about you? Where can people uh, find you? What you got working on? What you want to bring awareness to and such? Um, well, yeah, just like I said on Twitter, it's uh, Thrill Murray. Um, like Bill Murray, but thrill, thrilling, you know? Thrill Murray. Um, Even I've though got, you're not thrilling. Oh, I'm totally thrilling. Look, I'm telling you, after all these football games and you know the wrestling content, I it's ridiculous. Um, but I, I don't really have anything else going on. Maybe I'm not thrilling. I've got <laughs> I've got football in this. That's the two things I got going. Got me. Don't don't make me reflect, Suze. That's rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. That's that's about it. Until next time, I'm sure I'll be back. I'll be the first four time visitor, maybe. Jim Jam will shoot you. I don't know. I, I don't. Unless, I don't know. Unless we, ha- unless we have the fourth time episode, and it's me and Jim Jam. So hold on. <laughs> so it's funny you say that. So I told Jim Jam. Jim Jam wanted to be the first of five, right? Uh huh. And I told Jim Jam, like, well, Jim Jam, you're. I think you're the only person who's been on, you know, three times, and then. <laughs> And I was like, "Well, I think I'm getting Wheezy on again, and Wheezy's technically been on twice already." But I, you know, I want to make I want to make up because Wheezy had to leave halfway through. And, and Jimmy's like, "But as long as I'm the first to five, I don't care." And I was like, "What are you gonna do if somebody ends up with you?" That there, he goes, "I'll shoot him. I, I'll sh- I will shoot them. I'm gonna." I'm like, "Good." He's like, "He's like, Grum, I, I need you to understand. I want to be on this the most." I'm like, "Okay, like I." We can make it happen. He goes, I don't want anybody else. If I get to five before anybody else, we're fine. I don't care if anybody's got, but I want to be, I want that. And I was like, 
all right, what if I? What if you're on the same episode as somebody and they alphabetically come first, so technically they're first? And he's like, I, I'll change my name. I'll change my username from. I'm like, oh. but you're just gonna be Jim Jam. It's gonna be Art Ardvark Jim Jam. <laughs> parentheses Jim Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Quotation marks Jim Jam. They're like, damn, he got me. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's funny that you. I, I didn't think about that until right. I was like, I was like, oh shit, like, like that. That's the episode that comes out next week, and uh, I was like, oh yeah. And then you were like, yeah, I'll be the the many more. I'm like, you're gonna get shot. <laughs> you're gonna get. I shot. I think it would be great. Well, no, I don't know if I could under the radar get to four, and then we would be on, and then you just like it would be five at the same time just to catch him off guard. But I know that he would he would keep track. He'd he's yeah, got gonna, the tap. Yeah, he'd be like, wait a second, you got you got Wheezy on again. He's at four. Yeah, and then we then we do the show. Well, either way, but um, yes, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I might put you guys both on for four, and then be like, well, whoever responds to the te- whoever responds to the message first, uh, you know, to be the fifth one on, that'll be the first person to be on for five times. Yeah, first to five. <laughs> we'll so, see what happens. Who knows? Maybe Suze will beat you. Who knows? I uh, would love yeah. more. <laughs> it was it was great having both of you on. Thank you again for coming on. I love you guys. It was a blast. And, oh yeah, uh, always. You are always welcome to come on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was so fun. Thank you, Weezy. Thank you, Suze, for coming on and being fantastic guests. As always, appreciate it. Remember, we're going to all boo and jeer. Uh, you know, jeer Weezy in uh, Weezy's conquest to conquer flag football in Florida, uh, and also. Uh, you know, if anybody starts giving those referees some crap, we're going to give the referees some water. Uh, also, just drink water. If you're listening to this right now, take a sip of water. I'll wait. Go ahead. Go fill up some water. Go go, go take me with you. If I, or pause. And then go get some water because it's important. All right? Or don't pause. I'll give you time to get water. I, I actually, you should probably pause it because I don't know how far away you are from, like, a faucet. But you should always be drinking water. Stay hydrated. Anyways, uh, next week's episode is a fun one. It is myself. It is, but I say that every week because it is a fun one, but it really is. Myself, Biomart, and the Dorky Owl, the two of them coming back on. The kids return to the podcast. They come home, uh, and uh, we have a fun episode. We watch the, the saga that was Shane McMahon and Kane in 2003 that ultimately ended in an ambulance match at Survivor Series. We go over the big, the big spots uh, that led up. Kane getting kicked into a dumpster of fire, Shane getting his testicles electrocuted with a car battery, uh, Kane being uh, put in a car in a limousine, uh, trapped in a limousine that went like seventy miles an hour into a into a semi truck. Shit is ridiculous. All to lead to their ambulance match and whatnot. So it's a fun. That's a fun one. Uh, and just more stuff. More stuff coming out. We got we we got Chet and Basque coming on for the. I believe I'm going to do uh, Vince versus God as well um, because I can't get over that one. That one was like one of the ones I really wanted to talk about this month. So we're doing that. Uh, and then we'll also have some other friends and friends and people coming on. Hey, by the way, if you haven't already, I know I keep saying it. Grum.tv, we've got a survey in there, but that's where the community is. That's where you can watch my streams live without latency, hang out, be a part of the community, and um, just in general have a good time. 
support.grum.tv. That's the Patreon. Help us for as low as a dollar. You can you can support me and the podcast and the content I do. You're going to get more, some more benefits because of the survey I'm doing has given me some really good ideas, so I'm going to be doing that. Uh, also, uh, if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, at Dorkside Ring. Follow me, at I am Grum. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, YouTube. We're on YouTube, Dorkside of the Ring on YouTube. I was surprised that nobody had that name. I was like, yo, let me snatch it up. I'm going to start be putting old episodes up. I don't have, like, video video. Um, but when I do have video video, I will uh, make sure that that episode gets put up there as well. Um, but yeah, that's the that's what we got going on there. Um, also, uh, go to uh, nope, no, that don't go there yet. Don't get. I'll 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 tell you more about that anyways. But yeah, uh, thank you guys so much. Episode fifty eight in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Episode fifty nine next week. Myself. Biomart and the Dorky Owl talking about Shane McMahon versus Kane in 2003. What a wild and crazy time it was. Whew. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. Hey, if you're listening to this on the Patreon, right? Let me know. Let me know. Okay. If you're listening to this on the on on the on the main feed, let me know. Let me know. All the good stuff. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys next week here on Dork Side of the Ring. Well, we don't take wrestling seriously because wrestling is better when no one is taking it seriously. Thank you. I will see you guys next week here on the Dark Side of the Ring podcast. Ah.